0: Hi, I'm Cynthia, a teacher turned mom turned single mom to two beautifully exuberant little girls. Life has thrown its curveballs, but what I've learned is that as parents, sanity has somehow become a luxury, something of sacrifice, and that is not okay. So here's to us taking it back. Join me as we walk through the new and evolving trains of parenthood to regain our sanity. Because, as we parents have discovered, The hours parenting may seem so long, but the days are also short. I'm starting this podcast in the middle of a pandemic, in the middle of COVID 19, um, where most of Ontario is on lockdown. And, well, they've started opening some stores, but yeah, most of us are still cooped up at home and we're still social distancing and uh, yeah, um, we're loving it, right? Um, I just wanted to start something to empower parents and support parents because I've heard so many countless uh, concerns from parents um, saying that they feel so much guilt, and um, and I say, you know what? You guys are doing so 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 fantastically, and you guys are amazing parents, and I want you to believe, truly believe that what you are doing right now is beyond enough. I know that a lot of you will be hearing this and it'll be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've heard this before, but no, I need you to stop and look at everything you've done, even just today. Look at the meals that you've made the work that you've done, the time that you have spent, the efforts you have put in to, for just today and multiply that by, it's, it's the 10th week we're in lockdown. And I want you to see the big picture and realize that what you're doing is more than enough. Your children love you unconditionally, and they always will, even though there will be moments where they tell you otherwise. But just the fact that you feel guilty in a pandemic tells me how wonderful you guys are, how big your hearts are. We have been given a task that is impossible right now. We have so many plates in the air. We are wearing so many hats. We're trying to parent at the same time as working from home and trying to support the family and maintaining our job. We are trying to entertain. We're trying to be nurses and doctors, and somehow diagnose whether or not something is serious enough to go see a doctor about. We are cooking lunches during the day what we haven't done in ages. Well, it feels like ages at least. And most importantly, we are trying to homeschool people. Okay, now, I have to say, you guys know I'm a teacher. And I just have to say, as a teacher myself, okay, I am having an incredibly hard time. And it's not just because I'm trying to follow someone else's curriculum. It's the simple fact that children behave differently when they're at school in the classroom with their teachers than they do at home with their parents so i need you to remember that fact first and foremost that they will be acting out because for one you are not their teacher normally and they're in their they're in their territory Okay, they are very comfortable at home with you guys and they will be challenging you left, right and center. And that's okay. That's that's what they're supposed to do. That is why we're not supposed to be teachers to them. And the fact that you parents are not trained to be teachers, that's why. And it is okay, it is okay that you're not able to do these assignments with them. And it's okay that you're finding it difficult as well, and you're getting frustrated, and you are trying to accommodate so much right now. I just want you to take a breath, sit back, relax, and realize that this guilt that you're feeling is not warranted and I think a lot of it comes from just being a parent think back to when you first found out you were pregnant most parents myself included get tunnel vision into oh my gosh I need to be the perfect parent and that's fine that that's how we're supposed to be we should, we're supposed to feel happy and elated and celebrate that we're having a child and bringing a new life into the world but the problem comes when we let that overseed our, our own individual needs and our own individual persons. Do you remember before you had children what your passions were? Do you remember going to places that, traveling to places that you've always wanted to see and exploring the world and wanting to get into painting or learning to draw and even learning how to master furniture making. All of these little passions were put on hold when you found out you were bringing a baby into the world, right? And I'm not saying that that was wrong. It's just a lot of us parents realize that we needed to set priorities and we needed to make sacrifices and we needed to put family first. That is wonderful. That's how it should be. But once the baby comes and everything you know actually even before the baby comes do you remember all those baby shows you attended all the lamaze classes all of the advice that you had to take and like all the resources that you had to read all those books well it was all in preparation for the baby but also it's that ever-expanding, ever-growing baby market that grabs hold of us. And then we fall into the trap of feeling like, are we ever going to be good enough? Are we ever going to be able to provide enough for our child? I don't know about you guys, but I remember I spent hours on researching whether disposable diapers are better or cloth diapers are better. Um, Making my own food versus buying commercialized food. Scanning all of the ingredients lists on commercial foods and seeing which ones are organic, which ones are, you know, what preservatives they used. Um, Looking at... Car seats, oh my goodness, car seats and strollers. That took up like months of my time. And it's all great and fine and dandy as long as we don't fall into a trap of feeling like we're not providing enough. Because gradually, little by little, that feeling of that questioning of whether or not we're providing enough that questioning of whether or not we can make our babies happy um, and whether or not we are good parents, that starts to bleed into fe- feelings of guilt and feelings of inadequacy and feelings of failure. And coupled with that, a lot of the times we get wonderful I'm not trying to be sarcastic. Um, I have gotten many, many wonderful um, advice from our parents, our grandparents, our uncles and aunts, our friends who've had babies, um, parenting experts and baby specialists. They all have advice for us and what we're doing wrong, what we should be doing to make it right. Now I'm I'm trying to illustrate to you that this is not a bad thing. Getting advice and using your resources is fantastic. That's what we all should be doing. As long as it doesn't hinder your confidence as a parent. And I feel like a lot of it, a lot of what we do as parents is comparing and judging. They kind of comparing and judging kind of go hand in hand. Um, when you compare yourself, or when you compare your child to someone else or someone else's child, it might give you kind of a standard to go by but at the same time it turns around and bites you in the butt sometimes and I feel like you know that is the underlying cause of the guilt um, and always feeling that there's judgment upon us Um, and you know I can go on telling you stories about judgment you know like people by people I don't even know like there was one time I was at the mall and you know I was giving my oldest um, a time because she was just not having it she was throwing a t- her tantrum on, on the floor and so I put her in the corner just that little little nook between the two storefronts and I was like, okay, you know what? Mommy's going to sit with you on the floor right now and we're going to wait until you've calmed your body and we're going to talk about what's just happened. And as I'm sitting there, we're, we're not really talking. Me and my daughter weren't really conversing. I was just waiting for her to, you know, deal with her emotions. And this woman walks by, takes a look at me and just tisks, just shakes her head, tisks at me and then walks away. And... I'm you know, there were so many questions that popped into my head at the moment and at that time, and I was thinking, I was questioning whether or not to, like, ask her um, what she meant by that. But I mean, my daughter was there waiting for me, so. Um, but I mean, even little things like that, like you can feel so judged, or like. You know, or blatant things. Like one time, I was at a restaurant, and um, my my oldest again. She she's a big crier. She's very sensitive. She's sweet, sweet soul. Um, she she cries at very little things. Very little things can trigger her. So she was crying, and I was just giving her a moment and uh, just letting her. St- you know, finish, um, finish up her with dealing with her emotions. Um, And uh, the waitress walks by and she's like, why are you letting your daughter cry? You shouldn't be letting your daughter cry. What kind of mother are you? And I was in shock. Like, I, I just didn't even know what to say because I didn't think that daughter, my daughter crying would trigger, you know, someone to judge me as a bad mother. So, moments like those, you know, are, you know, when, say, you know, we're walking out and someone's telling you that you need to put on an extra jacket. They're, I would say, unwarranted comments, um, and I know that they might mean well, but it does put a lot of guilt on you as a parent and I think in a society where we can feel judgment at any given time and you know we notably compared to quite often um, and kind of fighting um, our own inhibitions and our own personal Feelings, and I think that we can all do with a little bit more forgiveness. We can forgive others for their comments. Um, we can maybe not jump to con- assumptions and conclusions um, about, you know, fellow parents that we see on the street dealing with their um, children and how they're parenting. And most importantly, I think that it's important to forgive ourselves. We are not perfect people. We're definitely not perfect parents. And I think that we can be okay with that because if you look At how much time and effort and energy you have spent today on just managing your household and making sure that everybody's still alive, but at the end of the day, I think you already deserve a big pat on the back. Um, and you need to be your biggest fan and be the least of your critics and just lay off a little bit on how you view yourself as a parent. I think that, you know, we all during, especially during this time, need to be a little kinder to ourselves and one another and know that in the end, we are just trying to Make and create good people. Our little ones aren't going to be little forever, you know. In a few years' time, we're going to look back and realize that this crisis that we're in flew by in the blink of an eye, and it didn't matter. What remains, what you comes out of our pandemic, is how you view yourself, and. You need to come out strong. You need to come out knowing that you have made history, that this has never been done before, but you did it. And you got through it. And your children are going to be proud of you, moms and dads. So I leave you today with a few thoughts about the future and what you think your child will remember through all of this. What do you want them to remember? And start with that at the beginning of the day. Wake up, think about what you want your child to remember out of this pandemic, out of COVID-19. Do you want them to remember, my parents were so stressed and this was such A bad experience or they could be coming out thinking I had so much fun and I was so lucky to be able to spend time at home however short it is and the people who love me most in this world and what will it take today to get them feeling that way just be present It was great having you join in and hope you enjoyed our segment. And an extra big thank you for sharing a part of your already short day with us.